live at the Golden Circle Sports Bar inside Treasure Island. It's Cofield and Company. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying. Partying, partying. Yeah, five o'clock hours here. Cofield and Company. Steve Cofield, Willie Ramirez. National Fun at Work Day is upon us. We're having a lot of fun. We're celebrating. James is celebrating. Earlier, I asked Willie on Cofield and Company who has the most fun at work on CNC and who has the least fun at work. And you said JBT has the most. And uh, that Ari, who's back in our Finley Toyota Studios, has the least amount of fun. To uh, pull back the curtain uh, during the break... As you were snacking on some lovely food items here at Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar, which is your job, right? You have to sample the food, right? You did make a special order, which I found intriguing. Border, b- borderline annoying. Protein-style um, bison burger. So you were chomping down on some food because, you know, the best thing to do when you're eating a place's food is to eat it while it's hot. Um, then you were also engaging with one of our very loyal fans here in Las Vegas, and the entire time Ari was – looking at you because he could see you on the computer screen like waving sit down stop sit down i don't care i mean it says a lot about how he feels about our listeners and uh, and our clients here's the main Absolutely. thing that you have to you have to realize <laughs> that must have been the first time that james has ever heard me lay it on to that thick and i gotta got i gotta laugh after doing that one here's the thing that you have to realize although it's direct deposit if it came in the mail, guess whose name is not in the bottom right corner of my check? It's not Ari Murmuria. So, Wow. We're going to be able to get through this hour without you guys want to uh, do a little slap fight? Ari and I take shots all the time. He's already hooked me up with some stuff. He emailed me. So okay. It's all it's, good. It's, it's, all, it's kind of like Big Brother, Little Brother. All in good fun. All in See good fun. Older brother, younger brother. Who's older? I Who's more of the curmudgeon not fun person who acts like he's older oh that's all right yeah see yeah. how you set me up like a mm-hmm. yeah. softball no a little lob of the softball hit well, it i was hit, it, I hit was it out of the park i was gonna call you a libero for volleyball yes the set yeah when's the last time you played volleyball sorry random probably, thought pro- probably in a pool with some dancers no you're right that actually that might be yeah well that'd be nice, something nice to set up next year huh the steve sears summer tour that we do every year we did uh, bikini tug of war, maybe some maybe some volleyball, a little pool volleyball. I'll at, do that at Sapphires. Get fatty in the pool. I'm just gonna leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have a little merce on to carry all my stuff, and then a a bro. Is that what they had in Seinfeld? The man bra. Will you have, Will you have uh, keep these keep these have, big boys with some support? Will you have a white nose, like you know, with the? No, the no, actually, uh, I'm I'm every summer now I'm. Pretty much dead set on just getting fried, burnt. Big fat try, lobster. Try to, try, to, try to get a little bit of a tan. Nice. I, I often get, man, you live in Vegas? It's pale. Okay. You are pale. Yeah, I'm inside all the time. What are you going to do? I'm not going to go fake bake now. I do. Just because you I know you do. I know you do. The, the primping, the, the, the prepping. 
Well, I haven't even crapped, it, crapped on the color of my beard a couple of weeks ago. We, we hashed yeah, it out. I still go. haven't gotten it done. I'm going to call up Daniel Negreanu. He's got that whole new brown thing going. It looks very natural. I'm guessing that's probably $1,000 a week. Yeah. A lot I, of I, random thoughts. I, I, let, I let my cheeks grow out a little bit because I, I had a whole big to-do last week to get ready for the Lotus Party. I went to the barber shop. A lot of comments had, on you. A lot of comments about you with the Lotus Party. Really? Man, one of the salespeople came up yesterday. They're like, Willie, that date. Oh, one of those reactions. It was good. It was good. It was good. Look at, look at. Look See, at that's that's all I need right there. James looking at me, squinted eye, just just yep. shaking his head because he knows there's no there's not even a conversation needed. Yeah. It's just it's just automatic. You already know, type of thing, right? You already know. Okay, <laughs> nice job. But I prepared and I had I went to the barber. James knows the importance of that. It got cleaned up. Went back for the clean or got trimmed up. Got cleaned up. Got the hot towel. Nice. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So I did the but, same. Th- but, I did the same thing today. But afterwards, afterwards, since you know there was about a four or five day period, I didn't shave, and I didn't like twenty seven different colors coming through on my cheeks. So I, I had to shave, and then I have to you know at some point I got to color the beard, the uh-huh. goatee. When it's all one color, I'm 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 Gucci. But until then. I want it all one color. I, I'm not arguing with you. You just you choose to carve out the time. I do not. I primped a little bit today with a with time. a portable razor in the car while I was driving. It doesn't take. So much I may have time. missed a couple of spots. Just have the so when you're laying back. She, watching that's what it. she does for a living. Do you, do you know what happened? People get home. They're like, I don't want to do that. It takes all of five minutes to, to to put on. She doesn't have you're time. watching Yellowstone. Then you get up and you rinse it. Jump in the shower and rinse it. Man, no time. So the fan, and thank you for talking to him. I had spoken to him a little bit, radio listener here in Vegas, was asking about the Super Bowl and our pick. Mm. Right? We'll give out our picks at the end of the show. We were just talking about. I'm not giving mine up. We were just talking about um, who are we rooting for, <laughs> right? Who are we rooting rooting for, right? Yeah. And not from a storyline standpoint. It's mm. from a I don't like that team or I don't like their fans. Okay. So who are you rooting for to make the Super Bowl? Who do you not want to see uh, make the Super in Bowl? That, who do I not want to see in that yep. aspect? Yeah, screw them. I just got done telling you guys earlier, 49ers, because I have a, hate, a, a, a deep disdain from 1981 when Joe Montana rolled right under pressure and found Dwight Clark in the corner of the end zone. That has stung more than any loss to the Eagles, any loss to the Giants, or any loss to the then Redskins. I have a deep disdain and hatred for the San Francisco 49ers, and it'll never go away. Okay, so you want the Eagles in and then in the AFC? That one's really – you know what's weird? It's really tough because I battled with this all week. Like, I dig Joe Burrow. I think the kid's swag. I think how he carries himself. I love his somewhat humble, confident, humble brag, the way that he – the Cartier glasses, the mink coat, the whole bit. Um, When they came here last season – I dug the, you know, like Joe Mixon came in. Uh, I, I just, everything about their young persona, I dig it. That being, so it, from, from, from a fan standpoint, I think I'm rooting for the Bengals. The problem is, I think the revenge factor, yes, 3-0, and you know, the, uh, the, the, the Bengals being 3-0 and since last year against the, this team, I'm just... Not, I'm still not sold that Reed and, and Mahomes are going to have something up their sleeve to get this one done. So picking-wise, I don't know yet. Did you just flip me off? No. I oh. scratched my eye. I chose okay. to use my middle finger. Um, but 
rooting wise, I think I would have to. I'm rooting for the Young Guns because I really dig their swag. I'm going to go uh, rooting interest for Eagles and Bengals. So, yeah, so we're on the same. There's page. something about the Niners that are starting to annoy me a little bit. Maybe it's Purdy. Might be, might be. I might be the lone wolf on this one. Um, and on the other side, uh, the Chiefs fans are horses' asses. Uh, you have Patrick Mahomes. Just be happy. You don't have to be freaking snarky and arrogant. That ain't calling pot calling kettle black. So Bengals, and believe it or not, even though I'm from kind of the 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 middle area of rooting for the Jets, Giants, and Eagles in New Jersey. And I didn't like a lot of things about Philly growing up. I've grown to like Philly more. Mark McBillan's coming up. He's a former Eagle, so. I, actually, I like that the people of Philly are kind of animals. I don't know if it's because of the journalism aspect of, of it. The journalism, the sports journalism, and then right. covering the NFL a little bit more. I've grown to respect the Eagles and the Giants. Commanders are man, whatever. But I've grown to respect them. Boy, it's weird from a Cowboys fan. Yeah, that's what it is. It is like like I dig Jalen Hurts. I dig the, I, you know, I don't know. I just maybe it's because Steve also uh, my second run through sort of journalism after I took some time off to to raise my son, um, getting into the high school. The second run through covering high school sports and and Gorman's national prominence is also knowing who a lot of these guys were when they were in high school. That's also played a little bit of a role of my sort of insight when I watch these guys. I go, well, you know, I watch them. Even if it was on a nationally televised game on ESPN or on Fox Sports, whatever, if they came from whatever high school, prominent high school, knowing, hearing their, na- their names, they're watching them go through college and now into the pros, I wonder if that has a little bit of a sort of something with. Wheeler Ramirez, Cofield, Golden Circle Sportsbook, and Bar inside Treasure Island. All right. I'm all about talking draft right up until the draft, right? I'll entertain almost everything. I'll entertain almost everything, right? But what I will not tolerate are stupid conversations about trading picks and the cost. I'll give you an example. Okay. Apparently, CBS Sports, and I'll click on the link here in a second. This was from Clay Harbor, who uh, played with the uh, the Bears and the Jaguars, former tight end in the NFL. Talking about the Raiders trying to trade up to get the number one pick from seven. CBS Sports says, and again, I, this is what I hate about mock drafts, because I don't think the people who are writing them, lots of them, talk to anyone in the NFL, talk to GMs, do their research on how to what what has taken in the past to move up? Ready? Yeah. Bears have the number one pick. Yep. Right. So for the Raiders to move up to number one, this person says the Bears will get. No, the Bears. Yeah, the uh, the Raiders will wind up trading a second round, a third round, a fifth round, a twenty twenty four one. And a twenty twenty five one. No, you missed. You missed two. Yeah, I was leaving them out. Additional oh. picks in the middle rounds. No, well, yeah, kind of. It's insane. Raiders are not going to have to trade if they want to move to seven from seven to one. They don't have to trade that much. And the other thing is, well, why would you do that deal? There's not even 
like the guy quarterback in this draft. That it would equate that, that's, that's to a, that's a Bears fan. I don't know. I don't know what that angle is. And I also, the other thing is, it's the Belichick management style, the thought process. You think these guys are going to trade like seven picks to move up six spots? Dumb. Eight. They actually have eight picks listed. It's almost like watching the beginning of the movie Draft Day. Yeah. Although those were three first-round picks, and then later in the show he does three second-round picks, and there's six on the table. But the point is is that neither of the two guys that are projected that would be up there are worth eight picks of the future. No. Not even close. Watch. watch. You can already see it developing. Right? Let's just talk about the, the, the top three quarterbacks in the draft. Will Levis from Kentucky, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, and Bryce Young from Alabama. Le- especially Levis and Young. They're completely different sized quarterbacks. And in the case of Young, they're going to wind up you know, questioning him to the point where he's going to come off as like 5'10", 170. And in the case of Levis, big, strong guy, but raw and underperformed in college. They will slice and dice both of these guys so much that looking at them as you know, guaranteed franchise quarterback at number one is not going to be in the thought process of many people. It's just silliness. The Raiders will not do that. Now, here's another suggestion. This one is from who? Chris Long, former NFL player. Now has a big podcast as well. His brother's on there. He was talking about a solution for the Rams to kind of rebuild things. And you want to get you want the Raiders to get involved on this whole thing? Well, I had noticed you know what it was? I was listening to I believe I was listening to early this morning. It was either early this morning or one of the morning national shows after our local boys in the morning. Um, and they were talking about how the Rams they could face a situation in which they dismantle the team and, and that could cause McVeigh to you know, it, it just could cause a complete disruption with the entire team. And when I heard Aaron Donald's name mentioned, it perked my ears. I was thinking, wow, okay. Well, Chandler Jones came up with the big stiff arm. But outside of that, if he was such a disappointment, if he didn't live up to his expectations. Um, and then this came across. I just I, 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 It just happened to come across. I saw this. And he's talking about trade Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, the solution to the Rams rebuild. I don't know anything about the Rams' solutions, but what I do know is that the Las Vegas Raiders' top priority should be the defense. The quarterback situation is going to work itself out because I think, I think in a sense, they kind of already know the direction they're going. We don't. I think that they know what they have in mind and what they know what they'd like, and they have their, you know, Ziegler and McGarrett have their, their roadmap. It's a matter of which way they're going to go, but defense still has to be fixed. And if Ramsey and Aaron Donald are on the block or they're available or there's a way to grab someone like that, you're talking about big-time key components to help the pass rush and to help the secondary. And I would think it would be a huge move. So if, that is their, if that's the Rams' M.O., I absolutely think the Raiders should be in on it because guess what? You're shoring up a ton of salary cap, salary space, Put it into the defense. Invest in the defense. And if you don't pull off some big trade, you don't pull off some big free agency deal, you're going to be paying rookie rookie numbers. You can possibly get someone for cheap. 
Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Willie G. Ramirez or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. You know, I'm always going to have the back of our players. What she said, she's not wrong. But we always want more fans. You know, who doesn't? And, you know, we feel like we've been playing well. And she's got a point. This is something that you want to be a part of. And so, again, we're thankful for the fans that we have. And we were always encouraged and want to encourage more people to kind of come out and see us. Because I truly do believe, like, if you come to one game, it's going to be hard to not come back to another. Hang in at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. It's Cofield and Company. Voice of Lindy Rock, the head coach of the Lady Rebels, also a local. Talking about fan support, trying to get more people out to Cox Pavilion. Tomorrow, Lady Rebels take on Nevada. Dollar tickets uh, through the end of today. $2 beers during the game tomorrow. T-shirt giveaway, and you're talking about a team that's got a chance to win his 20th game of the season before the end of January. Willie Ramirez is here at Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Just having a little bit of their food. Really good menu. Highly recommend. Locomocos. Willie went protein-style bison burger. I'm a lunatic, as you've heard, about chicken fingers. Their fingers are very good. So we appreciate the support and a little bit to nosh on here at Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Over on Fox Sports Las Vegas, we got the VGK game going on. That's our sister station. Right now, what do we got, Willie? 2 1 Rangers? 2 1 Rangers. Rangers took a 2 nothing lead in the first period. They scored at the very end of the first, too, to sort of gut punch the Golden Knights because they controlled the pace early on, but then. Um, Chris Kreider opened the scoring, and it just sort of deflated them a little bit, the Golden Knights, I should say. Uh, Phil Kessel with the goal in the second period. There's 10-24 left. Currently Rangers and Gerard Gallant leading the Vegas Golden Knights 2-1. Tonight is the return of Shea Theodore and William Carrier to the lineup. So earlier in the show, we were talking about uh, yesterday it was you know, Kobe Day, you know, three-year anniversary when he passed away, and Willie was kind of connecting Kobe to his youth, or at least the beginning of his journalism career. And last night was kind of interesting. We found out on social media that a very familiar voice of college basketball of yesteryear had passed away. What kind of feelings you got about Billy Packer, who was involved in like 30-plus Final Fours? Uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's a it's a name in college basketball history, really. As a whole, you think of Billy Packer, you think of March Madness, you hear that theme in your head. Da, 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 you know, you just kind of we're going to start hearing it a lot as we creep toward March. Um, but I think that he he one in the same sort of synonymous parallel with college basketball. But for Las Vegans. One of their most favorite calls of all time, it was him and Brent Musburger calling the 103-73 to blowout win in the 1990 championship game against Duke. And in my recollection, Billy Packer always spoke well of those running Rebel teams in the years after. How could you not, right, after you watch that team? 
Well, I mean, just in, I think just the entire program leading up to that, too. It's like, like as an example, the other day when I tweeted out that Mark Wade was going to be on the show, and then as he was on breaking things down with you, I tweeted something. Josh Dubow, our good friend from Northern Cal, he is a Michigan grad. And he, uh, but you know who his favorite team was back then? He loved watching the UNLV running Rebels. He even replied to, to he said, that's, he said, I love that team. That's his favorite team. And th- you're talking about a guy who's there during the Fab Five era. So he loved, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that loved UNLV. That, that whole, from 86, 87 on into the 90s, I mean, that team was very infectious. And it was in what a lot of people regarded the Lakers of college basketball, the showtime of college hoops. There are actually two shows here today. A VGK Insider show was here leading into the game, and then Ryan Wallace is here doing you know pre and intermission reports. Pre's already gone, but the intermission reports, the post game at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar, and he's got a chance to sign up for Golden Knights tickets for a future game. So if you're around, free to park, come in, sign up for the tickets. You get a chance to win those tickets. Uh, if you don't win, you can also take advantage of the Flight Deck promotion up on lvsportsnetwork.com. Standing room only, but they've got an all-you-can-eat-and-drink-beer-and-wine special. So take advantage of that. Go up to lvsportsnetwork.com. The uh, next game you can use that for, those tickets, is uh, February 16th when the Knights are back in town against the San Jose Sharks. But you go up to the website. Uh, click on the link, use the promo code RADIO, and uh, you can get the special price for the flight deck. It's all brought to you by Lerner and Rowe Injury Attorneys, West, uh, West Star Credit Union, and Las Vegas Honda Dealers, and of course, Allegiant. The Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. There's nothing like a football Friday at Treasure Island. Mahomes has done it on a consistent basis, and he does have that Super Bowl win. You can't ignore that fact. You can't ignore that he threw 50 touchdowns in one season and one MVP. Without Tyreek Hill this season, I can't ignore that. And but right. if Joe Burrow's able to go in there and win an arrowhead one more time and go on to win the Super Bowl, then we have to revisit this conversation about who's the number one quarterback. Former NFL cornerback and ESPN Las Vegas NFL insider Mark McMillan is live on Cofield and Company now. Money Mac coming up in just a little bit. I mean, do we even keep any football mentions in the description of Mark McMillan? Next level chef with Gordon Ramsay's coming up. Starts on Super Bowl night after the game, February 12th. Willie's here. Cofield. I want to remind you, Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar has an all-you-can-drink special for the big game, their big game party going down on Super Scintillating Special Sunday, February 12th. 125 all-you-can-drink per person, but if you want in, you got to get in soon because they're going to sell out, so take advantage of the drink special. Great food here as well at Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Mighty Mac is in with us. Mark, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, Steve? What's going on, Willie? Man, everything's all good on this end, man. I see you guys are killing it on the show today, man. Keep up the good work. Yeah. I cannot wait for Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday, and it has nothing to do with my star-studded show, pre- my preview show. It has nothing to do with the great time that's going to be here at TI. It even I don't even care about the Final Four and the potential matchup that we're going to get. I cannot wait. For the TV show after the Super Bowl, break it down, Grillin' and McNillan. Oh, man, it's going to be awesome, man. Uh, February 12th on Fox, immediately following either the Chiefs or 
the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, handing off the Lombardi, you'll be watching me and 17 other amazing chefs from across the country compete on Next Level Chef Season 2 with Gordon Ramsay as my coach. Can you believe that, Steve? Gordon Ramsay, of all the chefs that picked me, I'm on Team Gordon. Well, I got one minor complaint already. I saw at least one promo last week during NFL weekend, and I'm like, where's Mark? And I think the only shot they have of you on the promo, uh, you know, you're Mighty Mac. You're a smaller guy. They have you, like, reaching. It's a shot from behind because I saw your dome, and they're like, you're reaching up on some conveyor belt. I'm like, put him in a better position. Come on now. Promote the guy. Hey, yeah, man. It, 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 that's, I hope they show the whole scene of that. Uh, so you'll kind of get the whole gist of uh, okay. of that little segment right there. But it was crunch time, man, and uh, you just got to watch the show, that segment, to see it. But like I said, it's uh, I'm tr- hopefully they'll show some more promos. I don't think they want to show my face as much as the other cast members. Okay. Uh, I don't think they want me to take the, uh, the, the, the spotlight because if you show my face all the time, yeah, of then course. everybody's going to be focused on that. So they give a lot of, a lot of credit to the other uh, chefs as well, which there are some amazing cooks. Uh, in this show, man. It's going to be off the chain. Yeah, but do you realize that since you're sitting here going, man, I can't believe I got chosen to be with a bunch of... Do you realize that all these top chefs, they're going around going, dude, we're going to be on TV with the former NFL player right after the Super Bowl. Like, they're stoked that they're going to be on with an NFL football player. Yeah, yeah, they were. Like I said, when I, you know, when I got casted, man, and you know, we all had a chance to meet, I didn't say where I was from. I didn't say anything. Uh, they they just knew my name was Mark. They had no clue I played football, wow. uh, and we ended up having a, a good relationship with a guy named Matt, who's from Philly, who's a diehard Philly fan. So when he saw me, his eyes just like lit up. He was like, "No freaking way!" He's like, "You're not Mark McMillan." I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want you to tell everybody else because I don't want to get special treatment." But uh, like I said, man, I'm excited. Uh, I was in a different realm, uh, you know, so. I wasn't scared. I was competing my tail off, and I'm so excited, man, for everybody to tune in. Like I said, I'm excited for the game, but, man, I haven't been on national TV in a long time, fellas. Well, you weren't scared is the right way to say. You weren't scared of them. <laughs> but here, just real quick before we get to football, just a reminder, if it's allowed, especially if you're going to bring some of your oils on, I've got some perfect seasonings ready to go if you need to bring some special secret weapon rubs and seasonings the perfect seasonings are ready for grilling and milling to bring on the show i don't know if you want to bring that on the show because gordon ramsey man he does not play now if gordon ramsey tails everybody or i put that on some chicken or steak he's like this season is terrible your season is going in the tank so i would tread lightly when i put anything in front of chef gordon ramsey man he does not hold back Mark McMillan's with us. Mark, how fired up do you think the Philly crowd is going to be this weekend? They've got a rep for being lunatics. What do you think it's going to be like? Uh, it's going to be like a zoo, man. I saw the uh, <laughs> they're going to have Brian Dawkins be the team captain. Uh, Jalen Hurst requested Anita Baker to sing the national anthem. And they're going to have DJ Jazzy Jeff in the building on the ones and twos as well. So this is going to be like an old Philadelphia Eagles crowd in the vet. Um, it's been a long time since the, the fans seem like they've really been on the verge like this. Even when they went on the Super Bowl run a couple of years ago, I don't think the energy uh, is going to match the energy that they're going to feel uh, this weekend inside the link. And I'm excited, man. The whole city's pumped up. Uh, Steve, you know how the Philly fans are, man. You're a Jersey guy, so you know how it is back east. 
No doubt. No doubt. It's Cofield and Company. Giving you the best that we got. Sorry, I was a Nita Baker reference. Um, so, <laughs> we, we joked early in the week. We joked early in the week, and it's not a funny story, but C.J. Gardner-Johnson had his car stolen, I think, near the facility. And Adam Hill and I joked, that's, that's Eagles fans saying, all right, win the game, you get your car back. Lose the game, everyone's car's getting stolen. Come on. Hey, man, that's Philly. Uh, you yeah. know, I always tell a story about here. Um, I ended up starting, you know, halfway through my rookie year. We beat the Saints in an amazing comeback win where Randall Cunningham hit Fred Barnett in the end zone. Uh, we go to Dallas and we lose. And that, that night I got to my apartment. The whole night fans were riding by my apartment throwing snowballs at my door and at my no. window, snowballing car. You know, usually you have a, you know, after you lose, you go see the coaches the next day. That day I packed up my bag. I left. I didn't want anything to do with the Philly fans. Oh, I wow. broke my lease. I paid the money up front. But Philly fans are no joke, man. Where did you live when you were there? I was in Voorhees, uh, you know, for, you for my first couple of years. I was in Plymouth meeting my, my rookie year. But I had to move over to, to, to Voorhees. It was a lot nicer, and the fans were a lot nicer over there in Voorhees than it was on the Philly side. South Jersey. There you go, South Jersey, Willie. Mark McMillan's with us. All right, what do, what, do the, what do the Niners have to fear defensively? Like, Where are their weak spots where the Eagles could get them? Um, Jalen Hurts, being a dual-threat quarterback, uh, obviously, you know, he's, he's um, you know the, the, one of the best rushers quarterbacks that the 49ers have faced all year. Um, he's looking real good. He has weapons. Miles Sanders is running really good. Bart Scott, uh, Boston Scott is coming in and, and playing really good football. Uh, so, you know, they have the best offensive line in the, in the game. Obviously, the 49ers have a good front four as well, but, you know, they have some weaknesses in their secondary. Um, if Jalen plays like he played, you know, the last uh, last week, seems going to be tough to beat, Steve. And, uh, you know, if he's able to get outside the pocket and and, uh, you know, force that safety, uh, you know, to honor him or put a spy on him, that's going to leave more one-on-one coverage on the outside for Brown and uh, Adam. Who's the most dangerous guy for the Eagles defense against the Niners? Is it, you know, out of the backfield with McCaffrey? Is it Debo or George Kittle, who's been just a lunatic lately? They, they have weapons too, man. Like I said, yep. George Kittle is unstable pretty much. He's like Kelsey in Kansas City. Um, Debo, you know, he hasn't been the same that we saw the last couple years. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey is going to be the X factor because he can line up outside. Uh, he can play, you know, catch the ball in the backfield. Uh, the Eagles struggle a little bit at the middle linebacker spot when you put uh, Christian McCaffrey out wide. So that's going to be the way they're going to try to exploit that matchup with our linebackers. But besides that, man, you know, we just got to rattle Brock Purdy. We'll see how good he really is in a hostile environment. I'm sure he's heard some stuff over there in Ames, Iowa, and Iowa State. But what the Philly fans are going to say to this young man, it is going to be really bad. <laughs> As a former defensive player, let's go to the other game. You know that Patrick Mahomes is out there with a bum ankle. What are you thinking going into the game? Um, hit the ankle. Uh, just be out front. Uh, you know, if I'm a defensive guy, we're going after the ankle. Uh, you know, we're going to test and see how good he really is. Uh, obviously, you know, Cincinnati has a really good pass rush up front. Uh, they can keep contained and keep him inside the pocket. It's going to be real tough for Patrick Mahomes because he uses his legs. So much extending plays to get Kelsey open. Uh, you know, other receivers, Juju Smith has been stepping up as well. But, you know, if he's able to get outside the pocket, uh, you know, it's going to be trouble. But 
you know, you have to never know how good the ankle is going to be. I know they're showing little clips of him running around in practice, but, man, when it's game time and drilling is flowing, if I'm Cincinnati, man, I'm like my man Dirty Waters back in the day with the Eagles. We're going after that ankle. It didn't hold back. It's, it's no. common sense. Why not? It's real. Yeah. Sorry. People are like, oh, that's vicious. Too bad. It's not. I, I want to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? And it's a violent game. You know, it's a violent game. You're one game away from the Super Bowl. You're not going to be like, hey, man, we're going to take it easy on Pat. We don't want to hit. No, we're going after the ankle. Yeah. And we're going to see how good he really is when we got guys around his feet. And, you know, you just got to let the referees uh, call it. If they don't call it. You know, we're just going to play that way. We're going to play physical. We get a 15-yard penalty. At least we're going to make sure that let, let him know that we're coming after him. In this final four, again, leaning on your experience of uh, you know playing the position uh, on the corner, when you look at all the, the receivers, the top receivers left, who's the hardest guy to cover? Like, who's the best receiver? Is it Chase? Is it Debo? I'm not sure we're going to put anyone up there at wide receiver uh, on the Chiefs. Is it one of the Eagles? Is it is it A.J. Brown? Who's the best receiver remaining? I would say the best receiver remaining is probably Charles, you know, out of Cincinnati. You know, this yeah, kid can Chase. do it all. He's got, he's, he's got, he's got size. He's got speed. Uh, you got Joe Barrels, who's cool under pressure. Obviously, A.J. Brown is a, you know, is a threat. He's physical. But, uh, you know, Chase, man, he's a uh, shooty. He's, he's something special, man. And he's been killing the, uh, the Chiefs the last couple of years as well. So, if I'm a defensive back, I got to look at the film and say, how can I change up my technique? What can I do different to try to disrupt him? Uh, because when he gets one-on-one battles, man, there's no one better in the game than, than that young man. So let's pull back the curtain on uh, Mark's relationship with ESPN Las Vegas and what's going to happen now that he's on uh, Fox National uh, on a Gordon Ramsay show. Um, Ari and myself, are we allowed to reach out to you directly to book you, or do we have to go through someone now? Well, you know, uh, I do got your email, so I'll forward it to my PR. I do have a PR person now. You do? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, Steve, we used to be on a text message basis. You can text me at 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. I'll text you back. But now, Steve, you got to talk to my PR to get to me, man. That's not- <laughs> wow, that's strong because I that makes me feel so much better based on – that's funny. Based on the text message we had earlier about my Super Bowl preview show um, and the fact that the response was, yes, sir, I got you. Oh, wow. So Wow, okay. He still has time for us. Um, this next week, this next week, because it's getting really busy for you, right, with the show debuting in two weeks. This next week yeah. in Vegas, we've got the Shrine Bowl, which I know is important to you, and you probably had some contact with some of the players because you, yeah. you, know, you still coach on the side. The, the Shrine yep. Bowl, the Pro Bowl games, and also I'm going to roll in the Hall of Fame, um, NFL, well, it's not NFL, but Hall of Fame VIP party, Warren Moon and, and Charles Woodson and others, Shannon Sharp. Are you going to that? And then what, are you doing anything around the Pro Bowl games? Are you doing anything around the Shrine Bowl? Uh, I'm going to try to do the Shrine Bowl because a lot of those kids that's playing in the game, I actually saw those kids in the 707 tournament uh, in high school. Obviously the Pro Bowl, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be in uh, Arizona on the floor. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, events that's going down. I've been booked for two events. I just got booked for a planners event with uh, Gronkowski and Vernon Davis. Uh, they paired me up with Marcus Allen. So I got to oh, do wow. a chef dip uh, with Marcus Allen. Uh, I, I think Jerry Wright will be there. Uh, you know, like 10 Hall of Fame guys are going to be there. So since, since the news broke, man, people have been reaching out like I'm a chef. 
I'm, I tell everybody, I'm a barbecue guy. Like, I still grill, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, make some I can make some fufu deals, but like I said, it, it's a lot of stuff that's going on, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. I definitely appreciate you guys for giving me this platform. See, we've been plugging away for years, man. We finally made it to TV, baby. Next number <laughs> Just remember, when you, get your, when you do your little event with Gronk, Get a little insight for us. Let yeah, us know what's going on. Scoops. We need to know what's going on. We need our we need our next level source. I, I got you, man. I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna feed them and then I'm gonna you know, make sure they have a little cocktails in them and then I'll you know I'll stick the mic in their face because I think uh, NFL Network is going to be there as well. So they'll be doing interviews and they're gonna show they're gonna do like a a watch party for the next level chef at the at a big jumbotron at the Wild Horse Pass Casino. Um, after the game, so everybody's going to still be there. They'll get a chance to watch the show as well. So, oh, wow. man, things are up, man. So I'm excited. But I ain't going to forget about my, my Vegas family, man. I'm coming right back. I'm getting right back on the show. We're going to keep grinding, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, congrats again, Mark. We appreciate a couple minutes today, and have a good weekend. All right, appreciate it. Shout out to my man, Willie G in the house, baby. Yes, sir. There he is. Mighty Mac. You've seen all his uh, grilling McMillan videos and pictures and now it's paying off. He's going into the competition on uh, Gordon Ramsay's Next Level show that debuts right after the Super Bowl on Fox. I tagged him today in my Instagram reel that I put together when I received my box of 30 pounds of beef. I said, where are you at? And I tagged him and Andre James, center from the Raiders, because I turned him on to them as well. Very nice. Yeah. You're going to watch that Max Crosby video during the break, the dunk video? I want to talk about uh, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, uh, Max Crosby on video <laughs> dunking at 6'5 and 260 pounds. It's pretty crazy stuff. We'll uh, get you some picks for the games this weekend. Uh, close out talking a little running and Lady Rebels as they're both taking on Nevada tomorrow. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Willie G. Ramirez or tweet the show at Cofield & Co. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. No one is more fired up for Super Bowl Sunday than Willie because he's going to be over at Westgate. He's been there all year long hosting the Sunday football show. Yeah. Sunday football preview. Uh, inside the sports book, and you're doing two hours. Doing two hours on super scintillating Sunday, ten to twelve. Yep. And what do you got lined up? You're just gonna kind of just half, half-ass your way through it, just kill some time. Just yeah, well, because you don't do that. Because that's how I approach my everyday life is half-assed. But uh, on I think this you got. I think you have a lot of guests lined up. You just mentioned Mark McMillan's gonna come on. It's it. What it's gonna be is we're gonna have uh, Lindsey Brown. Is it produces it for me, but we're gonna. We're gonna. I'm gonna bring her into the show. We're gonna do a lot of things. We have our good friend Miles Simmons is coming on. Um, Todd Dewey from the Review Journal talk a little sports betting. Taylor Math is gonna do a guest spot. I'm not gonna say who, but we are gonna have one. Hopefully, one of two former Raider greats, both with gold jackets. Um, it depends on who wins this weekend. If it's the Chiefs, it'll be one person. If it's if it's the Bengals, it'll, it could be someone else. But what I'm putting together, Steve, part of our rejoins, we're going to have guest picks. Just like Ooh. you know how like the Review Journal put out like guest picks from the sports media, which I never get invited to do. You do, though. Um, yeah. Athletes, celebrities. 
I'm going to have guest recordings. It's going to be part of the rejoin. We're going to have one rejoin. was going to be a bunch of Golden Knights. But so far confirmed for rejoins with guest picks. Mark McMillan, as you mentioned. Former Golden Knight and still fan favorite, Ryan Reeves, is confirmed. Former Golden Knight coach, Peter DeBoer. Former Soprano star, Steve Sharippa. And one of the all-time greatest entertainers in the history of Las Vegas, the man who saved uh, Frank Sinatra's career. Of course, Uncle Paul Anka. Nice. Yeah, and I have, still have text messages out to other people. What's funny is what I haven't gotten is anybody current. They've all just sort of ignored, you know, as far as current athletes. But, you know, they're busy. They're young. They're out. One of them's hooping. One of them's slam dunking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm waiting on some text messages. Um, from. It sounds from, like you're having a lot of fun here. Booking, I am. Booking guests. I am. Nice. I'm having fun booking guests. I'm having fun at work. That's what I'm doing. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Come on down. Got the rest of the Rangers and DGK game going down. 50-plus TVs. Actually, 55-plus TVs. Sportsbook right here. Great menu. Good drink specials. And they do have an all-you-can-drink special. Get down here. Get your spot. Call them. Email them. Treasure Island, Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. But an all-you-can-drink special for the big game. Back in the back. Stick your hand in there, Dave. So who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Who are you picking? Good oh boy. I'm picking the Eagles. I'm just torn between this AFC game because of the Bengals' recent dominance of the Chiefs. But this, there's just something sticking with me about this, the revenge, the revenge factor, especially since I don't think that the – I think the Bengals have more left in them down the road. I think the Chiefs' timetable – I and I – I get it. Mahomes is peaking. He's still at the peak of his career, but Joe Burrow is badass. So I, I have to pick the Chiefs because I think it's a revenge situation. They're at home. I don't know how many advantageous situations they're going to have left in Reed's career, Mahomes' career, where they're going to be the top dog in the AFC. They're going to be hosting all the way through. They're going to have. I'm picking the Chiefs. All right. Chiefs and Eagles. Damn it. Me too. And we did not discuss this. We don't talk no. at all no. off of the show. No, I don't even like it. Yeah. Chiefs and Eagles, same thing. And that'll be a good Super Bowl. I'll tell you, I will say this. Let me just jump this. Mm-hmm. Let's say this. Whoever wins either game, yep. it's going to be a fantastic Super Bowl. They're all good matchups. They're all good matchups. Superstardom all over the place. Yeah. Young coaches, old coaches. I kind of wish it was old school NC2A basketball tournament where the losers could play a third place game. I think that would be dope. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Double dip for the uh, Rebel basketball programs tomorrow. Lady Rebels at 2, Running Rebels at 7. Lots of cool giveaways. Nevada's in town. I'm picking the sweep. Okay. You're looking at me like you're waiting well, for me to tell you who. Of course, I'm picking the Rebels. I figured. Yeah. I'm interested to follow uh, Steve Alford tomorrow. I want to, want to kind of keep a close eye on him when I'm working the sidelines. He's, a, he's, he's a, an entertaining guy. He is, but he's temperamental. He's kind of, you know. 
Best piece of social media this week, uh, that's a little overstatement, but one that caught a lot of attention. Mm. You know, I mentioned this site, Big Game Boomer, all the time. Mm-hmm. Whoever came up with it, it a brilliant idea. It's mostly college-centric. They put up a list of the best NBA player from each school. For UNLV, Sean Marion. Okay, I, can okay see. I didn't know if you were going to flip out. No, I and can see go it. with bigger names. Sean Marion was—I mean, he, for his, the talent level that he brought to the NBA and what he was supposed—I mean, the Matrix. Long career. Yeah, I mean, it's—it's it's not that doesn't surprise me. I'm not, I'm A lot not of bad. people thought immediately of Larry Johnson. Why not Reggie Theus? And let's not forget about Reggie Theus, yeah. who wasn't always on winning teams, but man, he could score. And, and Greg Anthony was a part of the Knicks team that really was a thorn in the Bulls' side, even though the Bulls always got the best of them. Thanks to the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar for housing the show today inside the Treasure Island. Come down here all weekend long. Party. Enjoy yourself. Parking is free all the time at Treasure Island.